Hey, I'm Asher. And I'm Jackson. And what you're about to listen to is strictly confidential. Hey man, how's your week been? <laughs> My week's been going. <laughs> Let's do that again. Don't just spring that on me. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey man, how's your week been? My week's been going all right. Uh, I wish I was drinking an alcoholic beverage at this moment, like you were sipping on a London fog right now, because uh, my brain's been a bit gelatinous today. What's a London fog? Um. It's what you drink when you want coffee, but you've had too much coffee. If that makes any sense, does that answer your question? Is it a tea then? Yeah, no, it's tea. It's it's uh, Earl Grey with house syrup and some uh, frothy milk. And it's actually okay. it's actually delicious. It's just uh, it's not really what I want. Because you want coffee. Because I want a coffee. Actually, no. What okay. I want is a beer, but I need caffeine. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, so I had the scariest thing I think I've ever had happen to me today, and I think I've decided that if I were to write a scary movie, it would be about this one premise. Okay, this is more interesting than coffee. Continue. It's the premise that when you open the door to the bathroom, somebody else is pulling the other side of the door, and they're standing right there. I'm not terrified yet. It terrifies me every time because I like start pushing the door and then it pulls away from me. And then there's a person standing there watching my mistake. <laughs> and every time, every time I'm like, oh, huh. <laughs> like, just socially, the, that's the that's a nightmare for you. Like the ideal. Yeah, the scariest, the scariest movie you could write would be about some you're in a room where it's nothing but bathroom doors <laughs> on the walls. And every time you open one, there's a different coworker standing on the other side. But you're not allowed to knock. You're not allowed to knock. And you're not, even, you're not even barging in on them on the toilet, but just on, even on the exit, that's, that's, that's horrifying. Yeah, and there are multiple stalls in our bathroom, so it's not like it's like a <laughs> one-in, one-out situation. It's oh, like, actually, I go, you know what? I actually know what you're... I think I know what you're talking about, because in my office, there's a mirror, like a full-body mirror directly by the entrance to the bathroom, and every time I walk in there, someone's checking out, making sure their shirt's tucked in, checking out their butt a little bit, and I feel like I've, like... Like, I might as well be walking in on someone with their pants down. I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh, wait yeah. a second. And for me, it doesn't have to be in the bathroom. Like if somebody, if it's like any door anywhere, it can happen. But the bathroom is the situation where it happens the most and it's the most terrifying. Because you're like, just, yeah, it's it's a spooky Oh, so thing. it's not even about, it's not even about the intruding on it's someone's not, privacy? It's not even about intruding on someone's then privacy. I don't even know what you're talking about, man. It's, I just like get spooked by very, very small things. <laughs> But very specific things. Okay. Like, there can be, like, a clown murdering people in a movie, and I'll be like, okay, yeah, that's, like, like, I get I get where that's scary, but, like, I'm 
I'm never gonna have to deal with that. But if somebody in a scary in a scary movie like opens a door and someone's <laughs> pulling the other side, I would think about that for weeks. <laughs> oh man, you'd never see it coming. No, I wouldn't. And you know who, Steve? You know who else doesn't see? <laughs> okay. Today we're talking about the conspiracy theory that Stevie Wonder isn't blind. And um, so I talked to it. I was in California over the weekend and I was talking to one of my friends who we were visiting there. And when I talked to him about it, he was like, oh, that's not a theory. That's just fact. No way. And he he brought up a couple other conspiracy theories that he thinks are just fact. Like, uh, um, well, I'll save those for later. But he was very much like, oh, no, yeah, that's just been proven. Like, of course he can see. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about the backstory of Stevie Wonder because he was, um, I'm pulling up his Wikipedia page. Uh, so Stevie Wonder was born in uh, 1950, which means he is 67 years old. And the theory states that uh, his whole life, he was born six weeks premature which, along with the oxygen-rich atmosphere in the hospital incubator, resulted in a retinopathy of prematurity, a condition in which the growth of the eyes is aborted and causes the retinas to detach, so he became blind from birth. Wow. Now, this man is a famous musician. If you haven't heard of him, he's won 25 Grammy Awards, as well as a Grammy Lifetime Achievement, and he's one of only two artists and groups who have won the Grammy for Album of the Year three times as the main credited artist, with the other person being Frank Sinatra. And I mean, he's been at it for, I didn't realize he was a child prodigy also. Yeah. That he, he, he was, was signed when he was 11 years old, and he's been making music since. Yeah, and it's, so apparently, people on the internet are pretty dismissive of the theory, but I like thinking that, like, this guy was born and was immediately like, you know what? Here's a good goof. I'm no, gonna I'm pretend to really be blind. A, not really a goof, but you have to admit that it's a really good, like the marketing sells itself. Like it's a yeah, um, and that that to me is why this theory that he's faking it holds any water, or it has legs. Like why anyone would think that at all is because it's a really good. If it, if it was a stunt, it would be a brilliant marketing stunt. Because it's absolutely one of the things that he's known for is that he's blind. Right. But he, so he does, like, there are a couple things that he does that are pretty impressive for a blind person specifically. Like, obviously, his musical career is impressive for anybody. But some of his, like, in, uh, at one point, he and Paul McCartney were performing in the White House. And Paul walked by and knocked over a mic that was near Stevie Wonder. And Stevie Wonder reflexively caught it. Like, nobody else pays attention to the mic. Nobody says anything. The mic is falling. Well, I mean, do you, do you think it's a daredevil situation where he's just so much more aware of the space around him because, because he's blind? Legitimate question, dare, daredevil aside. I think there could, be, there could be an argument for that, but there's also, like, like, he's playing music with, like, I don't remember, like, eight to 12 other people. Oh, and so, so, like, oh, so he's like playing music when this mic stand falls. Yeah, so it's not like a sound thing. Like he's That's not weird. he's not hearing the mic fall over and he's not, like I assume he could be like 
doing it like Toph does, where she like feels feels it through her feet. <laughs> yeah, but two like, Avatar references back to back, baby. But like, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I am pretty convinced now that he is not blind, which is a refreshing take because last week I think we both went out um, with the assumption that the moon was fake. So I think it would be good if we're always believing the conspiracy theory. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, um, and so I don't have any I don't have any experiments like you had last week, but I do have more examples. Okay. So um, on an MSN article, he talks about how he uh, he says this quote: "This year I will reveal the truth." He said with a smile, and he said, and this article came out uh, in August, which means he he still has a little bit of time to reveal that, but. The, that came after a shocked reporter was told by Stevie Wonder himself that he's flown a plane twice. What? And even landed one, which leads the question to what happened to the other one. But <laughs> I'm just going oh, to assume well, somebody else was on the plane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can have... I, I mean, when... The, like small children fly planes, but it's because that their uncle is there also. And, you know, like it's basically sitting in the cockpit and not ruining anything. Right. But I think that when he says he's landed one, he like actually is the guy with the thing, which you wouldn't even trust a blind kid. with. But, um, do, you, but do you think that someone has this shtick of being blind for uh, 67 years, give or take, and then just like blows it? By saying, like, yeah, I flew a plane. That's something I hadn't thought about. I just feel I, I just feel like that's too casual of a drop. Like he's if he's if he's held it if he's held it this long. He ha- he also has made other mistakes too in his okay. uh in his thing. For okay, one so you say he, mistakes because you really are convinced that it's an act. I it's one of those things that like like, I've never met Stevie Wonder. I've never seen him in person. Like, I've seen the moon. I've seen the Kia Sorento. Like, I understand that it's there. I don't fully know. And I don't have a huge backstory of, like, Stevie Wonder knowledge. Okay. Pretty, You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, like, a lot of what I know about Stevie Wonder is through the research I've done in the last week. Um, And so, like, for example... St- on the internet, you can search Stevie Wonder at a basketball game, and there are so many photos of him sitting courtside at a basketball game. Why Maybe is he, he just likes the squeaks s- of the shoes. Why is he paying like everyone else to sit courtside? Um, because he's Stevie Wonder. He's not sitting in the back. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, I love basketball. If you were like, hey. Do you want to sit here with these headphones on and listen to this basketball game? I would tell you I would rather do literally anything else. Because basketball is great, but basketball is not the kind of sport, unless you have like an ASMR thing for the squeaks, basketball is not the kind of sport where you can just be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because like, it's like baseball where there are like six or seven things that can happen. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you can like pretty easily explain them verbally. With basketball, it's like, Oh, did you see how LeBron threw the thing up over the thing and then they dropped the ball? Like, there are a lot of things for each right. play that's going on just because there are so many people actively involved in each situation. Yeah, I mean, like, you tune into the radio when a baseball game is on and they're telling you about what that that baseball player had for breakfast. 
Yeah, like and what, it's not what like they a, said. What they yeah, but then you then in basketball over broadcast is just these ESPN guys are just like and they, hope what oh this dude wow oh and they just can't keep <laughs> what? Why, am I, why am I getting paid to do this? What? And he's doing a great job. Like that's the best you could expect. Yeah, yeah, I get like, what you're saying. Well, and and it's not at all a knock against baseball because I do think that baseball well, has. It's definitely its a knock against baseball because you just said there's six things that can happen. No, I mean. Okay, let me let me roll it back a little bit. Baseball is good for a lot of things. There's nothing like eating a hot dog at a baseball game. But I think that baseball, there are fewer people who are actively involved in each play. Yeah. And so it's easier to describe person number one is doing this thing. Well, persons number two, three, and four are doing these oh, things. Oh, right. Okay. Where in basketball, generally, most of the people are involved in the play. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, he wants to, um, if he's there with his family, like, he he just wants to enjoy the atmosphere like you do at a baseball game, I would argue. Okay. Like, maybe, well, maybe he, he just likes the energy, you know? Okay, I trust that. I trust that. Uh, Pigeon, Pigeons and Planes, the, uh, the uh, music news website, talks about how there are a bunch of arguments, some of them being the baseball games and some of them being the Paul McCartney White House mic situation. And one of them is just a photo of Stevie Wonder taking a photo of Michael Jackson. Let me really break that down for a second. That's kind of a lot okay. to process. I want you to explain to me how this one breaks the case. Okay. Man, so so he's... I'm trying to... When was this photo... I guess this photo was taken in the 80s? Um, this photo of him taking a photo of Michael Jackson. He's like looking directly. I'm going to describe it a little bit. Stevie or Michael Jackson is standing in one spot with his hands out and he's the only one in the photo, meaning that he's the important part and needs to be in the center of the image, which is going to be a lot harder to do if you don't have vision. And Stevie Wonder is looking directly into the viewfinder. That is weird. I was going to argue that he can, I mean, he knows how to hear the sound of Michael Jackson's voice and point the camera in that direction. But the fact that he's holding the viewfinder up to his eye is Like, why, why do that? Why do that element of it if you have no vision at all? Yeah. And would he have, would he have even seen someone else do that and know to emulate it? Yeah, that's another that's another element, just like the memory thing, because you can. So one thing, his lyrics. Um, so this guy named Bomani Jones, which we can talk about how great of a name that is later. But he talks. He has like a th- a forty five minute video series about Stevie Wonder's blindness being faked. So I, this is not nearly as obscure of a conspiracy as I thought it was. Like you, you came into this thinking, oh. Stevie Wonder's blind. It's going to be a bunch of people who are crazy like the moon, right? Well, I thought we were going to spend most of our time talking about, like, we, w- we would go on to explain other crazy musician conspiracy theories. Uh, but th- this has some legs. Yeah, and apparently, like, the internet uh, really does, has been running with it. Um, but so this guy, Bomani Jones, he says... Wonder's lyrics frequently reference imagery, colors, and experiences that would have required vision, despite his being blind since birth. Hmm. And I understand you can, like, hear stories and tell those same stories, but, um, like, the lyrics specifically reference colors. 
which is something that I feel like is a lot harder to do when you haven't seen colors. Yeah. And they also said that Wonder would run around playing pranks on adults with no assistant when he was a child. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I mean, if it, if this would have to be a parent's, a parent's scheme, right? If he's, if he's been... This is something that would go all the way back to birth, meaning that like his parents came up with this scheme and he was like, okay, right. that's good enough for me to carry through with it. But of course the child is going to make mistakes with it. Yeah. Because there would have to be people that knew him as a kid and been like, yeah, that, that little kid was running around playing, you know, playing baseball. Uh, so the uh, website Postgrad Problems had something else that was really, really great. Um, at, so at one point, this is, I'm just gonna have to give you this quote straight from the um, straight from the source because I can't come up with a way to explain it that's better than them. They just said, Oprah once gave Stevie Wonder a car. <laughs> Why would anyone give a blind man a car? That's like giving a baby a handgun. Yeah, it's not exactly like that, but I see what you're saying. But, I mean, that's, it's... So do you think his friends know that he's not blind? Right, exactly. Like, are you, if it's these other celebrities that would have to know and have to also keep it a secret. And that's where I'm getting hung up on. Okay, so this... You know what I mean? Like, like Oprah would have to, to for Oprah to give him a car, assuming she'd that have she to knows, know he could use a car. yeah. But Which I mean, is like, but but is she also sworn to secrecy? No, because yeah, if I she mean, was, she's blowing it. She's doing a bad job, right? So uh, right. let's get scientific. That's my job. Uh, there, real fast. I have one more thing. Okay, go ahead, and then we can then we can dive more into it. Uh, last last evidence for this. Um, speaking of, uh, of kicking ass, I understand that you also challenged uh, another great icon, not to a fight, but to a contest. And I want to make sure I have this right, because I'm going to give you an opportunity to dispel a rumor here. Okay. Did you challenge Stevie Wonder to a basketball game? <laughs> I did. Okay, see, okay, what y'all don't know. You were going to dunk on Stevie? What, what y'all don't know, Stevie can see. Stevie can see. It's just an act. He can see. Stevie can see. Stevie flew me to uh, Tobago one time for uh, a, a jazz festival that he was uh, producing. And I'm on stage with Chris Tucker and Johnny Gill. Chris Tucker and I are Johnny Gill's background dancers. Stevie walks on stage, walks to me, looks me dead in my eye and says, Anthony, get me to a piano. I was like, Stevie, well, hell, if you just walked to me, you could have walked to the piano. <laughs> he caught himself. He caught himself and had to play it off. And so I took him to the piano, and he played. But yes, I did challenge him to a game of one-on-one -on -one basketball for a charity event that he does for his son and uh, for any city youth. Uh, he then he said, you know what, Anthony, I don't want to embarrass you one-on-one, -on -one, so let's just do it free throws. And uh, he won. <laughs> he won. So isn't that amazing? That is. Okay, so for those listening, that's uh, Anthony Anderson, one of the hosts of the show Blackish on uh, Stephen Colbert's new show. And it's, I don't know if you could say new, he's had it for a couple years now, but it's, uh, isn't that hilarious? Yeah. Okay, so now I'm kind of starting to be on, be with you on this. 
if, that, if, like, if he has he hasn't been a full 365 days he can still come clean uh if he wants to reveal the truth and reveal that all this time it's been an act do we not like stevie wonder anymore if we find out no because this guy seems do. to still respect him right because he's like oh it, like he seems to almost respect the bit like it's he sees it as like a brilliant marketing stunt and not so much like a fraud, you know? That's my thought, is like this thing that he's been doing for 67 years yeah. <laughs> is such a good bit that if he came forward about it and was like, hey, guess what? These eyes work. Yeah. I, I would I would be so happy. I would be like, dude. I would be proud amazed. of him. I'd be really you, I would proud. be like, dude, <laughs> you have done such an accomplishment. You deserve to live the rest of your life out in the open. Yeah. Like that is just such a like buck wild thing to constantly be telling people and like be like like all of history thinks Stevie Wonder is blind essentially, right? Yeah. All of history and imagine him being like, "Hey, guess what though? I'm not." <laughs> Like, at that point, his music doesn't become bad because he's blind. It's still excellent music, right? It's still award-winning music. He just now is a man who convinced the entire world, except for Oprah, that he was blind. Because you don't trick Oprah. Yeah, I mean, nobody tricks Oprah. So have I convinced you? Like, are you on my side now? I... I'm now waiting with bated breath to see if there's any follow-up to uh, the his promise that he will reveal the truth. Where'd that come from? Was that a tweet? Is that what you said? No, it was an interview. An about interview? That, an interview that happened after he was asked about his plane flights. And it was an interview with MSN. All right, he, man. This, this might have been a much more interesting podcast in like the next three months if, it, if he comes clean. Well, if he does come clean, we can just advertise this episode again. That's true. Uh, we can bring that up, bring that up as news. He, uh, yeah. So why do you think? So like, what I want to talk about now is like, what, what is the potential reasoning for two parents in what year was it? In 1950 to decide, hey. Let's pretend this kid is blind and see how far we can take that. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't they didn't even have the plan to like turn him into a musician. I mean, my question that I was going to ask you before we even uh, started recording was why do you think that there are so many um, myths and legends and conspiracy theories specifically about musicians? Because I feel like there's like you don't you don't hear like, oh, Salvador Dali's still alive. And he's just in hiding. Or you don't hear, like, even, like, TV celebrities, like, um, like, like when a classic uh, actor dies, no one's like, oh, he's in the Bahamas and he faked his death. But with musicians, that happens all the time. I think they have more theories about stuff like this because they are more, like, directly attached to the personality that is on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does I that make sense? Right. And like, like artists, yes, they're directly attached to their artwork and stuff, but like, you're not going to see like Banksy on like Letterman. Yeah, but that's extremely off brand for Banksy. 
Okay, unless like, he was wearing maybe, a monkey mask. Yeah, like another artist though. Yeah. Like you wouldn't see. Yeah. It's I hard don't to know some samples. artist name name an artist, please. Yeah, like you wouldn't see them on like on Stephen Colbert or something interviewing as them about themselves. You would see them today. Like, we learned that we can't name three living artists. Okay, you couldn't see Shepherd Fairy. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you wouldn't see Shepherd Fairy like on like Seth Meyers just doing an interview and being like, "So this is what I'm up to. I'm not dead." <laughs> like stuff like that, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. But yeah, so if he comes out as like not blind, we as a culture will have to accept something that we've believed collectively for 67 years. Yeah. I mean, my parents will be shook for sure. I know him the way you know him, where it's like I respect him as a as a classic musician, and I I like a lot of his music, and uh, but I haven't like grown up with him, right? Right, and I I haven't either, but I know that my parents would like like know about him and like remember listening to his music when they were younger, and so if they if it came out that he was not blind, they would lose their minds but i mean is that is that um is that a win for people who are living with like visual impairment or is that an insult because see, it could be I, a win that's what I'm a f- in the sense of it like being like see it didn't matter whether he was blind or not but it could also be an insult in that like oh they were they were using our struggle for like marketing purposes yeah so i i think there's a delicate balance there like half like yes this is an equality thing treat us like regular people but then there's also the half that's like you know he got a little bit of his fame from not being able to see and he could really see yeah so it's a tricky battle but i definitely think he can see like can, that's crazy i'm kind of there with you can you think of any other musicians who may be frauds in a similar way like it, that's kind of the only one you can fake, right? Well, I mean, there's the whole Tupac is dead thing. No, no, no. I mean, like, uh, living musicians. Because um, I can't think of any other equivalent other than blindness, right? Because if you say that you're, like, deaf, or who is the composer who is apparently deaf later in his life? Uh, that's a music trivia fun fact that I should know. Uh, is it Beethoven? Probably. I'm not even going to Google it. I'm going to take your word for it. Next week's conspiracy theory, Beethoven could hear. <laughs> okay. So I think I convinced you at that one. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly shocked because I, I expected to riff and goof on this for the entirety of our recording. And it kind of just became legitimately convincing. Yeah, like I was hoping... When I was doing research for this one, I was thinking, this will be a lot of fun. I'll get a couple interesting points. And, and then, then you we'll were just, just like, go oh, off shit. of that. We'll do I've some been awoken. And then I got to this and it was just, yeah. That's why we're doing this, man. We got to uncover the truth. Okay. Do we want to, do we want to wrap this up and talk again next week? Yeah, we can talk again next week. So next week I'm going to be talking about the West Virginian horror, The Mothman. Yeah. So thanks for listening, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear from that or about that. Yeah, it's gonna be scary. So <laughs> it's gonna be a bit. <laughs> I think I think that's gonna be the kind of situation like uh, 
I think it's going to be the kind of situation where I need to go in completely blind and have you tell me everything about it. Well, uh, if you liked what you heard in the intro, then make sure that you check out the artist Glimmeril. He's a friend of ours. Uh, the theme song is called Threadbare, and it's off the album Burden of Proof. You can just go to uh, glimmerlmusic.com to check that out. It's very good. And if, you've liked good. What you, if you like what you heard beyond the intro, uh, it, would, it would be awesome if you could subscribe, leave us a review, tell your friends. Just, just continue enjoying you can follow us on Instagram. We have an Instagram. It's a strictly confidential show. All one word, of course. And then if you want us to talk about a specific conspiracy theory, because we, I mean, we have quite a few, but we also know that our limited research on the internet is not going to find everyone. And there are some that you might have that are more interesting. Then you should shoot us an email at strictlyconfidentialshow at gmail.com. Well, thanks again for listening. I hope you're shook like I am. <laughs> and always remember to stay curious. <laughs> <laughs>